it's it's starting now. <laughs> okay. Welcome, guys. Welcome uh, back to this the... is uh, Kenny. <laughs> I'm JK. Welcome back to the Salted Lemon Podcast. Um, so we were just talking about university courses and having to deal with people there, especially yes when annoying people. So I think we're gonna be talking about right now peer reviews. <laughs> Peer reviews as like a pet peeve. Oh yes. So um, sometimes, and this happened to me a lot. I would have peer reviews, or like the prof would be like, "Oh, um, for this assignment, it's only going to be your peers marking you." And then usually I give like really high marks because I'm just like, I don't care unless it's totally trash. Then yeah. Then like I kind of have to be a little bit more fair because it's not fair to everyone else. But yeah, yeah. With these people, they would like try so hard to nitpick in order to justify them giving you like a lower grade, even if it's fine. Really? Like, eh? Some people, I literally saw their like peer review sheets. It was for other other people's um, assignments, and I would be like, "Wow, this person is really good," and they like they know their stuff and everything, and they would just they would still give them like an eighty. When it was like clearly ninety what? work, and I was just like, I don't understand why you have to be so anal and just like be chill. Man. I think, I think so. Like I've done like a peer review type assignment before uh, during undergrad, and like I feel like I was being sort of like for the ones that weren't doing so good on the assignment, I tried to give them as many like as much marks as I can. Yeah. Um, but then for the ones that are super good, then, like, I try to be a little bit more critical, but, like, not to the point where you're, like, bringing them down to, like, 80%, which is, it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're, like, when you, cle- when you clearly know that the assignment, like, the paper is, like, an A-plus paper, um, shouldn't be giving them 80%. But then for the ones that are, like, not that great, like, I try to, like, give them as many points as I can and, like, try to be as linear as, like possible but yeah like some people are just like i don't know dicks man in in terms of like peer reviews yeah okay so there's this one time where um my partner for the project they knew their stuff like and it was really complicated like um it was a really complicated subject and so a lot of people didn't understand it and it was just like a lot of jargon but they needed to say that stuff because it related to the topic um, yeah. And then at the end, we got peer reviews back, and they were yeah. just like, oh, you were talking way too much about this. I don't think you fully understand it. And I was just like, no, I don't think you fully understand it, because this was our project, and this was our topic, yeah. and no one else did this topic. So I was just yeah. like... I hate it. I hate it when, like, people who are, like, who are supposed to be your peers are acting like they're professors. Like, you're well, on the same level. Like, yeah, right? chill out. <laughs> Like, you know, the point like the point of having peer review is to help each other out and not like, you know, bring each other down. You know, like it's just it doesn't make any sense to me when people do that. Like, did your peer review grades affect your your final? Yeah, mark, that was like or? our only grade that we got. The prof was not marking it. So the prof just left it to the rest of the class yeah. to be. And then they like averaged out the um the marks, but like. 
I don't yeah. blame the prof in that situation. It's just like people who think that because they're being more critical that the prof would see it and be like, oh, okay, this person is like really fair. Right. But I don't see that now, as being are you able? Are you, were you able to sort of meet with your prof and argue like whether or not you deserve certain marks? No. So like most profs think that an 80 plus is good. Yo, I hate those kind of professors when you, like, you spend so much time working on something and they give you a 75% and tell you that, oh, yeah, you're actually one of the people who actually did the, like, did really great <laughs> on the assignment. And the biggest, like, the, like, the best mark you could got, you could have gotten on that assignment was, like, 75. Like, what Yeah, the it's hell? just, like, I don't understand that. It's definitely worth way more, right? Some professors are, like, super lazy, too. Yeah. I feel like that's another, like, pet peeve, like, that we could also go into, which is... Oh, God. Professor I got a lot was, of pet like, <laughs> But yes, if you guys have to do a peer review for your classmates, just be nice. Like, you can give constructive criticism, um, yeah, but to a certain degree, like, you could just still be, like, nice and courteous to to your classmates because you know the struggle so like why why be mean you know like oh yeah oh okay so there was this one time in um this was in our chemistry class when we were in the same class this was in our chemistry <laughs> class so do you remember when we had to um we had to like make a presentation or something and present it to our own peers like we had we all got a topic i don't remember that okay well um, that's what we had to do. I actually was... <laughs> I totally blocked out that class. <laughs> I was sick the day this assignment was given out. So, and I didn't know that it was supposed to happen. Like, this is kind of yeah. besides the point. Um, but I asked the teacher and she was just like, well, you got to figure it out. And I was just like, okay, you're a bad teacher. Do you remember who our teacher was? Because I don't yeah. remember... I don't remember that... that particular situation but i know that our like teacher was like super super disorganized yeah like she would show up like 10 minutes late or you know she would print out the exams the day off like five minutes before you have to like write it and she wouldn't be ready um when we're supposed to start so that lady has no has no right to like say that to you (laughs) yeah so i was just like okay well whatever um, so I just, like, BS'd my way through it, <laughs> and it turned out fine yeah. for me, but I don't was... remember doing a presentation for that class, though. I don't um, know why. So it wasn't a presentation for the class, it was just, like, a present, like, you got put in, you got put into groups, and then you guys learn a topic together, and then you, um, like, get put into other groups, and then you teach those groups about the topic. Oh, interesting. Why were um, we in the same group? <laughs> we were probably in the same group for the first one. Like, for the first oh. group part, and then we got scattered. Anyways, I... Oh, I'm so mad. Or, I wasn't mad about this, but it was just like, I felt bad. Um, this one guy, he didn't do anything for the project. And, like, me and one of our friends... Um, we were just gonna, like, 
give him a low grade but like a passing grade you know because we felt bad like yeah. he didn't explain the topic at all um yeah. but there was someone else there who like already wrote out that like he didn't know anything and he should not have given the presentation because he didn't understand the entire topic so we were just like yeah. oh shit <laughs> what are we we can't do it now like we can't write that he did yeah. okay because like he didn't do anything but we we felt bad because like he was a nice guy you know yeah <laughs> and like we did want to just give him a solid but they didn't but like sh- she already wrote it, so what are we gonna do? Like, we can't. Yeah. We can't do that. Well, you can argue like he did a little bit of something, just like makeup stuff. Yeah. It's like he wrote his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to do too, but I was just like, oh, damn it! She already, she already wrote it. Like, I understand. Yeah. I understand it because he literally didn't do anything, and I totally get it. And like, it's not fair. Yeah, but. It was also, like, high school. Yeah, so, like, it was just, like, it, didn't, you... it was just such a nothing assignment that I was just like, oh, it doesn't really matter, though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do this. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Oh, uh, the good old high school days. If you're in days. high school right now, it's okay. It'll get better. And if you're, like, popular in high school, then you know what? Yeah, life was handed to you, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you could be popular and still be nice to people. Like there yeah, were, there were sure. a couple of nice popular people from our school. Um I honestly yeah. couldn't tell who was popular and who wasn't. Our school has a it had a, an interesting dynamic. Um it was mainly it was mainly the kids in the student council who were quote unquote popular. But we also had like a lot of like groups too. Yeah, a lot of people and I feel like, in groups. And I feel like a, a lot of the groups don't really care what the other people are doing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they never really... So, like, like popul- popularity never really... It wasn't really a thing, I don't think. No, was our, not really. I don't think grade. so. Like, I think for the most part, people get along pretty yeah. well. I mean, like, people were generally pretty nice. I also don't know any of any drama back then what happened no i didn't I know ho- any I heard drama of some, either i heard of some things after i like left though um of what happened like around like prom and everything um but that's what? i did not yeah hear any of this what happened okay so i so i i had a co-worker who mm-hmm. went to the same school and she was like a grade below us i think a grade or two below us so she was still at the school right right yeah um and like she would like tell me that you know some couple um well i think you told me this too like some people like break up like right at prom or some people just stay together just for prom (laughs) which was so sad actually i don't know if they broke up at prom though but yeah that's what that's what i heard um just from my co-worker but she was like uh, but like also like she was like a few like she like two grades below us or something and we're like how do you know Wait, all this? I don't know anyone who is younger than us. <laughs> Should no? I have? Well, well no. I, yeah, like I just met her from work from work and she just happened to like go knew, to the same school. Okay, so. I knew some people who were younger than us, but because they were like overachievers and they were going in our grade. 
in like our mm-hmm. classes and our grade. But yeah, so what's our what's what's your other pet peeves? Um, holiday well, season's coming up. Okay, my my other pet peeve is definitely getting stuff stuck in my teeth. That's my biggest pet peeve of all. Like, what do you eat? Like, like I really, really hate getting meat stuck in my teeth. That's why I don't like eating beef that much. Because beef is, like, the biggest culprit. Because, like, do you use, like, a toothpick? Um, no, I floss. Oh, okay. But, oh, I hate, I hate getting stuff stuck in my teeth. It drives me nuts. And I have to get it out. That's an interesting pet peeve. (laughs) It's like I I can't really picture you like getting angry because you have stuck stuff stuck in your teeth. Yeah, because like, after you have like a really good meal, you're like after you have like a really good meal, you're like oh like what? Yeah, I get really mad if there's anything stuck in my teeth, but like it's silent because it's just like I can't be mad at anyone else. I was the one who ate it, <laughs> but it's just like it's stuck in my teeth and I can't get it out. <laughs> You're like, you're like all raged inside after a good dinner. You're like, oh, like, why is she so angry? Yeah, it is because I got shit stuck in my teeth. (laughs) That is such a unique pet peeve. I've never heard that before. Um, What about you? uh, My pet peeve. It's like mainly people being late. Or just being late in general. I hate it when I'm late too. Um, I'm always. I'm not late. saying I'm perfect. I feel but bad, but I'm always late. I feel like it's more in professional setting. Okay. Um, yeah. In terms of like friends and stuff, like I know you have a life outside too, so like. Yeah, that makes sense. But like can't always with professional be on time. stuff, you have to be there. Um. But man, like when I'm at work and people are late, it drives me nuts. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, like, when people are, like, late, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but, like, I used to work at a clinic, and when patients would show up late to their appointment, constantly showing up late, it drives me nuts. But, yeah, being I'm late. I'm late often. <laughs> like, I'm always late. I don't think so. You're always on time, though. Am I? Yeah, I don't remember you ever being late, ever, for anything. I feel like I'm always late. Also, if you're late... Like, just, I feel like the courteous thing to do is to just send a text. Yeah, or that's true. Like, let people know that you're going to be late. Um, But if you're just going to show up late with, like, a coffee in your hands, do makes people me a little do bit that? angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I've had coworkers showing up late to work with a Starbucks in their hand. Not oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I used to, like, walk to work, so whenever I w- would walk to work it was like I was late because I woke up a little later and okay. I, I had to walk so this the walk is the same distance but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk faster than what I do so I would like I think it's jog. more like I think it's more like if you have other people waiting for you um then like being late kind of like bugs me a little bit um yeah if it's just like the two of us I don't really care like you know, it's nothing, like, super serious, but, like, in a professional setting, when you're late, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, like, a slight disrespect to your coworkers, because, like, they're able to show up on time, why can't you? Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. But I feel like no one really has to 
worry about that anymore because everybody's working from home now. I I was still late COVID. to a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it's it's not even like a serious meeting though. It was just like a volunteer thing. Oh, okay. But I didn't um show up on time because I kind of forgot that it was happening. Like it was in the back of my mind, but I lost track of time. Like it was just wasn't yeah. looking at my phone. So I didn't see the time and that was bad, but they were nice about it. Like I think other people joined at the same time. Yeah. Too. If you like, it's nice when someone else is in the same boat. If you're only a few minutes late and it's fine. Like as long as you don't make a habit of it, then it's all good. Like everyone should get a pass every now and then. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah. I think it's definitely one of my worst habits. Like I'm definitely trying to work on it, but it's also so hard. Yeah. With like COVID going on the- though, like I feel like my pet, my pet peeves have sort of changed and just more geared toward like mask, like people not wearing masks or people not wearing their masks properly. That just makes me so angry. Oh yeah. It's the second wave. I had um, a customer and they were saying how like they ha- didn't have a mask on and I was just like, I'll serve you outside. And they're just like, no, 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 this is fine. And I was just like, what do you mean it's fine? It's not fine. <laughs> like, no, you're not following the freaking guidelines. Go eat outside. Yeah, I just said, I will serve you outside because I'm not going to serve you yeah. indoors if you don't have a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, like, how hard is it to wear a freaking mask? Like, I don't, I don't understand, I don't understand the protest, I don't understand, like, the freaking... Like, it's really not that hard. Yeah, like, it it's isn't. It's very much not hard. Although, like, I sympathize with people who have, like, you know, respiratory like, illness and stuff like that. You know, if you have asthma, it's hard for you to breathe, all that stuff. But I've also heard from people who has, like, who said that they have asthma, and wearing a mask doesn't really bother them that much, so... You know? Yeah, I have asthma. Yeah, so what's the excuse then? It does not bother me. <laughs> it's also like you're wearing the mask when you go and run errands. Um, so you're yeah. there for only like an hour or two max. Um, and as far yeah, like as long you as can... you're far away from people and you're outside, you can take off your mask. But when you're indoor, wear it. Like... Exactly, yeah. Because it's easy. Yeah. It's just so it's easy It's so to simple, but I don't understand how some... Just, there are people who like argue that this is like their, like, you know, their their civil rights are getting violated. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> people are just trying <laughs> to save your life and like your family's life. So, um, yeah, I don't get that at all. Yeah, no, it's it's so dumb. Like a lot of the people that I've seen that weren't wearing masks, um, and of course it's it's different depending on like who you see more on a daily basis yeah. but a lot of them are like old people that i see personally people who don't wear masks um, yeah yeah that are people who don't wear masks yeah. or like put it underneath their nose i was like why are you doing this <laughs> this is literally for you yeah this is so you don't contract covid yeah it's just like you're just wearing it wrong or there's also like young people too like people around our age who just don't really care oh yeah for sure and just don't wear a mask at all or like they would go out and parties um yeah i understand like wanting to socialize and everything but like we're in a pandemic <laughs> and it's not yeah. done yet <laughs> so 
I don't, I haven't interacted with, like, a lot of people our age. Yeah, like, even um, you and I haven't seen each other in, like, in person for, like, quite a while now, right? Um, yeah, it's probably, like, a month. Yeah. A month since we last saw each other yeah. when we started this podcast up. <laughs> Tune in for the South Alabama <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an unreleased episode. Mm, maybe. Maybe in the bloopers. Maybe we should have a bloopers, uh episode which is us yeah saying nonsense but it's just like us talking because we're not recording our faces yeah right now <laughs> so maybe someday someday we'll do a face reveal someday we'll have to do it like we'll over zoom or something <laughs> yeah we'll reveal, we'll reveal <laughs> our face and then we'll just be wearing a mask the whole time <laughs> oh man did I ever tell you that there's, like, a girl in my D&D group who is so similar to you that it's scary? No. Who is this? Yeah. Who is this fabulous person? <laughs> <laughs> she was so similar to you. Does she look like me, like, too? Like, in terms of... She looks like you, and the way she speaks is, like, really similar. So she also has an, an Asian accent when she speaks English? Yeah, she also has an accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that wait is that a pet peeve of yours when people like point out that you have an accent uh, no not really like i it used to be a, like sort of like an insecurity of mine um kind of is now still but i don't really i like your accent i don't really care that you have much a nice accent. well no it's it becomes a, an insecurity for me when i have to do um when i have to give like a formal presentation or something because i feel like when i do that my english has to be on point um but yeah. I feel like, because when I get super nervous, like my grammar just go out the window. Um, Same. It's just, I would just start to stutter and I wouldn't make any sense. Um, and I feel like my accent also gets stronger too when I'm like super nervous, <laughs> which is so weird. Um, but no, like it, it's not really a pet peeve, I would say. It just, I don't know, like I have an accent. I can't really control it. Um it's not my first language yeah. <laughs> so even so i think i like like i just like people with accents i don't care what accent you have i just want people to be able to understand me because i, I have, if I have to like, you <laughs> not when i'm nervous and <laughs> i'm nervous i'm like uh if you're nervous you're probably I, I, also talking a lot faster yeah like that's what i'm trying to work on now just trying to well, I, I'm also, like, trying to read more. Yeah. Um, just so I can expand my vocabulary. Um, and also just improve, like, my speech. This girl knows I'm talking. three languages, so. So, like. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, cool. I'm, like, I'm not a master of any of them. <laughs> I think that's the issue. <laughs> like, I'm, like, too spread out. Um, yeah, my languages are declining too. <laughs> I speak broken English to like to my coworkers because they don't speak a lot of English, so it's just like it's easier that way. And if you use a lot of filler words, like it gets confusing for people who English yeah, isn't I their think, full ling first language. I think what I'm trying to do now is just trying to use less like filler words like um and like um. Like I just said that right now. <laughs> Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're going to notice that I say like a lot. Um, no, you won't because, because I'll I'm, edit it out. 
Not because that I'm, <laughs> not because I like I'm like a super like basic person, even though like I am. Like a valley girl. Uh, yeah, valley girl. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely not a valley girl type. I don't sound like a valley girl. I've never been to the valley, so no, me neither. Actually, wait. I think we technically have a valley here too, right? Do we? Where we live? Yeah. A fly just landed on my nose, and I don't know where it went. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see this, but but I keep whacking my nose because I'm just, like, confused. But yeah, in terms of, like, my accent being a pet peeve, I don't think it's a pet peeve. It's just part of me, I guess. One of... I guess this isn't really a pet peeve, but um, people compliment my accent. Like, they compliment my English accent. As in, like, you my, have an English my accent? Canadian-speaking accent. Yeah, yo, Canadians have, a, have an accent. Like, yeah. I can hear it. But, like, <laughs> why are you complimenting my Canadian accent? It's just, like, <laughs> that's a weird thing to compliment me for. This is, like, I was... One, I, yes, I was born here. And so I can speak the language fluently. But also, you shouldn't comment on someone's accent anyways. That's a weird thing it's, to yeah, do. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Uh, it's like, oh, she's an Asian girl <laughs> speaking English really well. I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker, I speak Let's English congratulate really well. her. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like I would, I feel like I would say the same thing to British people though. Like I'd be like, oh my god, I love your accent. Yeah, I have like a British friend and an Australian friend, and um, I think I like Australian a bit more though. I, just a little bit more. My go-to accent is Australian. You'll never hear it. But um, <laughs> I had... Australia. I have an Australian and um, a British friend. And we were talking about accents. And they're just like, oh, I quite like your accent, though. And like, Or like you guys' accent, because there was multiple Canadians around us. Um, you think they were just being polite? No, no. I think they actually <laughs> do, because like... They're not used to it, right? Like, we do have an accent. I think Canadian accent is pretty close to American accent, so it's really yeah. easy to to imitate. Except um, sometimes there are, like, some phrases or words where I'm just like, well, that was a little too maple leaf syrup <laughs> accent <laughs> like on that. Like, A? No, I don't know what phrases it would be. No, it would be like A. Oh. I also noticed that a lot of Canadians say oot a lot ryan ryan reynolds got it it's the um off oh, buddy like that's so canadian i've never heard that really if you go no i've never heard anyone say that ever if you go anywhere <laughs> just like a lot of purebred canadians because we're in a kind of big city we're in a purebred pr- we're- canadian <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean no, i don't even know anymore we're in like we're in a big city so, um, there are a lot of people. So you're saying suburbs people sound like that? Suburbs people, like, if you think about, um, like, big cities elsewhere, it's just, like, they're known to not have the accent. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in, um... Like Toronto? Yeah. If you're in, like, Toronto, then they have, like, the general Canadian accent. In like, in other places of the world too so like in england like the london accent is like the normal accent and then everything else is just like a weird 
Really? I didn't think the London accent was that common, though. Like, there are different regions of English accent, and you can can hear it um, depending on who you're talking to. Like, they don't all sound... Like, there's no standard English accent, I don't think. There's, like, the posh English accent. Is that the word you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, I... I always thought of London accent as, like, the standard, quote-unquote standard. Yeah. Because that's everyone's, like, go-to when they're just, like, go do a British accent. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Cheerios. Cheerios. I'm offending a lot of people right now. I apologize. You only said Cheerios. (laughs) You didn't do an accent. You said what Wait, what's the, like, the most offend like offensive way of making fun of a British people. Why would British you person. want to say that? <laughs> Why would you want to I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm walking this very thin line now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we if you're do British or Australian anyone. listening to this, don't be offended. And honestly, if you are Please. then I'm surprised this has reached this that far. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We have reached yo, we have reached <laughs> At this point in time, we have not posted anything. So- it's probably just our family members, our friends and families who are going to be listening to this. Yeah. So. <laughs> and none of them are Australian or British. I have some friends, but like I, I haven't talked to them in a while because they're far away. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what topic we were on anymore. <laughs> uh, we were talking about honestly, pet peeves. We were talking about pet peeves, we were talking about uh, the holidays. Um, yeah, Halloween's coming up. Yeah, I don't know Pretty how they're going to do that. that for trick-or-treating and stuff. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I kind of want to do trick-or-treat for the kids. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how that's going to go. Or I don't even know if there are a lot of kids going to go out for Halloween. No, because like... How would you? How would you even do that? Like how? Yeah, would... but but Halloween fall around, so it falls around like reading week for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully, like I'll be able to do something like not going out, but I'd like to dress up. <laughs> reading week is like um, a a week long break. For yeah. any other listeners who like don't know that. Or don't yeah. have it um, in their area. If if we have an international audience, which I doubt that we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we have an international audience. I don't know if they have reading week in Europe. Do they? Or... I don't know if it's Let called us know, something guys. else somewhere else. So. Uh, it's like, I don't even know if it's considered March break. Like spring break? in the fall. But it's like a week long break. Yeah. A fall it's break. like our our fall break. So you have a week off to catch up on your readings, which most people don't really do their readings and <laughs> you no, read it's a week, like vacation so. for people. Yeah. Or you're studying for exam or you're catching up on whatever it is you're behind on. I've known some people were like, um they had a week off in between classes and then they're just like sweet i'm gonna go to spain and then just yeah fly off. And i'm just would, like how i was always jealous of those people i'm like whoa like you'll live like a super cool life yeah me too like i always worry about money and i like i don't want to 
spend um, frivolously. So when people do yeah, that, like that. on a whim kind of thing, it I find it really strange because it's just not my experience. Yeah. I wonder. I I guess nobody. I don't think. I don't think you can go anywhere, right? In Canada right now. In terms of traveling outside, it's pretty limited. I think you can, but I'm I'm not sure what the limits are right now. I think you have to have special, like permission though. Like you have to fill out an application or something. Because I know most people would go to like Cuba or something during reading week. Yeah. To just, I don't know, chill and hang out. It's too expensive. <laughs> really? I thought Cuba was like one of the cheapest places you could go. I think Cuba's like cheaper. I don't know. I feel kind of bad for places where their whole economy is set on... Um, tourism? Tourism. Not yeah. just during COVID times, but like because it's like kind of dependent on them like selling their culture and just feels a little bit weird yeah but i mean cuba is a pretty small island too yeah uh, don't even talk about yeah the... i get what you're saying yeah I, I get what you're saying i feel like i'd be more concerned about the environmental problems from that there's a lot of issues with it there's definitely environmental problems like i took yeah um um a class on it Mm-hmm. And it just like makes me not want to go anywhere anymore. <laughs> like you never catch her on the plane anymore. It just it's like the carbon footprint, all of the um, knickknacks and stuff. Like, but like, how are you supposed to travel if you, like, if the carbon footprint is that bad? You know what I mean? Like, you can. So there's something called um, carbon offsets which you can actually buy with your flight um, in order to kind of offset like how much But how much is that using. though? Uh, I don't actually know. I don't remember how much they cost or like if and, like, they even told how us. How many people can afford that though? Like I know because yeah. like if you're broke like I am. Um, like we are. Like when you're traveling. <laughs> like, like when you're traveling you're looking for the cheapest deal possible and like I don't think you should hold like the people who's doing traveling like responsible for that because i mean i don't know like i'm not con- I'm, I'm not in control of like how much fuel go into the airplane right and we're not all like greta what's her name greta greta thunberg the greta um, Thunberg. yeah like the um the child activist like we can't all like spend like three months on a boat going yeah. to like go around the world you know like what's sad so, about that I don't know. is that like um, I'm an environmental scientist, and woot woot. what's sad about that is that, like, they'll listen to a 16-year-old girl, but when it's, like, a <laughs> Not a person with a degree. <laughs> like, where she gets her information from, like, yeah. they don't listen to, which is kind of backwards, but, like, that's why you need a figurehead, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um... She's definitely like, very. She's definitely very dedicated, though. So I think yeah. that's why most people are like drawn to her because she's so young and she's she did a lot of stuff that most people won't do, like yeah, standing outside by herself and like good for her. Protesting. Like she's definitely yeah. done a lot, and um, I yeah. think she really deserves the acclaim that she has. But yeah. also, it's just like 
as a scientist is just like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I see what the world is going to be like once I get out there, you know? Yeah. I know, like, there's always have, there's always has to be, like, a figurehead for something. Yeah. Because people won't just listen to... It's also, like, a lot of opinions. People who have credentials. Yeah. It's a lot of opinions yeah. to um, listen to also. So I understand that. Uh, but it's just, like... I don't know. A little disheartening. Yeah, I feel like I feel like with environmental issues though, like there's so many there's so many things, right? Like there's so many problems. Um Yeah. You know, there's like plastics, like recycling, there's you know, fuel and transportation, like everything we do is destroying the earth. So like yeah. What, what what are we supposed to do, right? Like, I'm pretty sure technology is also like contributes to that too. Oh yeah, it does a lot. I'm not yeah. gonna go into it because like this is <laughs> I can literally talk about the environment for the entire day, and I don't think most of you would want to listen to just me rant for that long. And especially not you. Oh, if you want to, we can do an episode on that. We can. I feel like there's a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot that I need to know, too, for, like, what I can do to help the environment, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't go to school for that, but you did, so there's probably a lot more that you know from it. Um, But yeah, it's it's all messed up now. (laughs) To be honest, I feel like, you know what, the the only issues that I have with that, it's like, um, not the issue with environmental like activists and everything but it's mm-hmm. like you know the earth is gonna i feel like the earth is gonna be fine it's more like the human species that <laughs> are gonna be fucked because <laughs> this most of these problems affect us really it doesn't really affect the earth like the earth's gonna survive like it's been around for millions of years it's billions it's gonna be fine it's four billions yeah years billion long. yeah not millions of years who <laughs> I'm like such an idiot. Uh, yeah, the Earth has been around for billions of years, and it's gonna be fine. Um, long after we're gone, um, but I feel like we need to address these environmental issues now, so we can save our freaking species and not go extinct. Yeah. Honestly, I care less about our species. Our species is pretty good at surviving. I care about the other species that don't have technology on their side. Yeah. But um, I am more of a plant person than I am an animal person. <laughs> so you're like, nah, like, I don't really care that much about those species. I care about animals and <laughs> Care about the plant species. <laughs> but like, plants are definitely my go-to. I've been getting into um, mycology, which is the study of mushrooms. And I think they're so cool. But like, to an annoying point, I was on a camping trip recently and um, I was spewing off information about mushrooms and one of the people I went camping with was just like you're such a loser <laughs> it's just like uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah I am <laughs> yep that's true it's like yo she's a nerd man <laughs> like what <laughs> uh I get too excited it's just plants are my thing and so are mushrooms apparently <laughs> mushrooms are good I love to eat it I get excited when I, I don't see, know much like, about it. Cool mushrooms. 
Uh, maybe we should do an episode on just mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know that much about mushrooms. <laughs> it wasn't my degree. <laughs> Wait, you said that you had something you wanted to tell me? Like, update me about your life? Are we doing that? I'm not, I'm not doing that. This episode? Episode? <laughs> no? <laughs> okay, cut. <laughs> um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want to get into, like, more like an art field like or sort of media content creating type of job right i'm kind of um i'm kind of split because i've always really liked art but because Mm -hmm. it's kind of been discouraged like i've never put all of my focus into art yeah um and i kind of just did it as like a small hobby but because of the degree yeah. and like work I decided yeah. to go into, it's really time consuming. So now I'm just like, I don't even know if I have the potential. Like, of course I can still learn, but I'm also really passionate about um, science and learning about that stuff, which is kind of hard to balance. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we're both are sort of, like we're both mm-hmm. on the same boat I think like both of us decided to go into science for our university um programs um like I I don't know if I've it's I feel like it's just been like recently that I've got interested into content creating like that this is why we're creating this podcast (laughs) um but also like I kind of just want to get more into um I don't know, like creative, creative field, I guess, like in terms of, like, in terms of projects that I do. Um, like there were times where I was thinking of becoming a writer yeah. too. Um, I remember of like that. a screenplay or, I don't know, like a screenplay or like a small short story or a book or something like that. Um, I don't know if I ever want to be in front of the camera. Um, I know for this podcast, we we might or might not be our faces. Uh, showing our our face, because um, like it 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 really depends on. I mean, there's the COVID to think about, and there's also like in terms of production, because I think both of us, depending on like where our career takes us, um, we might have to be in different cities. So being in person or filming in person might not be feasible but I mean who knows but yeah like it's been like recently that I'm like I kind of have other interests and I'm in a master's program right now which is also like it's a it's a great opportunity and it's a privilege that I get to do this um but at the same time I'm like I have other like yeah I have other things I'm interested in and hopefully this master's program (laughs) like works out but if if not, then like I think there there are the things that I I want to do, and it's I mean the downside of not completing a master is just the financial, yeah. like the the money that you lose just from you know not completing your program. But yeah, like so far, I I don't know. Like I'm still I'm still like undecided about everything. Which is so weird. Like, I thought I had my life yeah, figured out by now. I think a lot of no. people go through like, that. It's just, like, it's all over the place. Because um, yeah. finding your passion is 
really, really difficult. Especially if um, you don't put yourself yeah. out of your comfort zone. And, like, you didn't already have something yeah. that you're solid on and that you know you want to do. But even that can change. Like, even if you're like, oh, I really want to be mm-hmm. um, a dentist, then that can change, like, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. I feel like I don't think anybody has to just pick one. Like, you can always try to do... You can always try to pursue multiple... Yeah. Um, paths um but i don't think i don't think you can pursue all of it because i mean time and because i don't i don't want to spend all my time working uh i want to be able to like enjoy my life too but yeah like i don't know like i hopefully like i would still be able to like pursue like my creative um, yeah, and de- a quote unquote endeavor, <laughs> and, like stuff that I want to do in that in that field, but also um, push myself in like s- in terms of like science too, because I do I am interested in science. I you know I did my undergrad in it. I became super involved, super um, I don't know what's the word am I looking for here? Like super like what's the word am I looking for here? You might have to edit this out, but like I, be- you became super <laughs> okay. like uh, immersed in it, right? So like, immersed, you know, yeah. you you do become um, like passionate about what you're doing. Um, Cause I I've changed my major uh, when I went to undergrad, so I didn't go to because um, I initially majored in chemistry when I went into undergrad, and then I changed my mind and pursued neuroscience instead and became super passionate about neuroscience and then for my master's yeah. I want to do something that is a little bit broader so that's why I'm in health sciences but you know I feel like all of that could change too um, depending on how this program works out for me so yeah like it's I feel like I'm all over the place <laughs> in terms of what I want to do and I think that's okay because even when um, people have careers, they can change, <laughs> and they often do. Yeah. Um, and, like, even some people in entertainment, like, a lot of times they want to quit because they don't even know if they that's actually what they want to do. Yeah. I know. I think the best thing to do is just probably just give it a shot and then see what, see what happens. That's what I tend yeah. to do anyway for most of my life, just try this out see it works out if it doesn't then move on to other things that's what i tend to do i think i feel like i'm yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not somebody who have <laughs> like i'm not somebody who is like born with like a passion for a specific thing i feel like i sort of i try out some stuff and then became passionate about those things it's kind of the other way around yeah and i think that makes sense because like sometimes people just know what they want to do or like what they like Mm -hmm. to do but I feel like it took me a while to actually figure out what I wanted to do yeah and I'm still figuring it out now yeah like um in terms of art as like a hobby um for a while I thought I really liked doing like wire art um Mm -hmm. but then that got kind of boring and repetitive so I tried something else and I started drawing more um and then I started painting and 
I need to work my way through watercolor. Watercolor is intimidating. For me, <laughs> <but> <laughs> um, now I'm just like, I kind of want to do embroidery. I tried knitting. I'm not very good at knitting. And I don't know how I feel about it as a pastime. <laughs> I don't think I ever have. I'm really bad. I don't even know if I would ever have the patience for knitting. But it's, it's, it's good that you give it a shot and try it. Yeah. yeah. It's because I got it as a gift. <laughs> like, I have to use this now. I feel like just trying something and just, like, putting yourself out there is the best way to find whatever you yeah. want to do. It's always good to just go out of your outside of your comfort zone and, I don't know, you might surprise yourself. Um, I mean, the worst thing you could hap- yeah. that could happen is that you fail. And, I mean, I've, I've failed many, many times. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, my my yeah. undergrad experience from, like, yeah, from university is just, it's not the greatest. And there was, there was a lot of ups and downs. Um, but, yeah, I feel like after a while, I kind of found my foot, my footing. Is that, is that the phrase? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, now, like, I think, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with this master's program? Uh you guys will have to find out in like the next episodes. <laughs> a few <upcoming> episodes. <laughs> I think like a few years. <laughs> yeah. Find out in a few years how this master program yeah. goes. Yeah. I don't know if I ever go. I don't know if I would ever want to go for a PhD though. I think that's for sure not gonna not gonna happen. Like. I'm jumping the gun. But I, I maybe would want to do a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Because I feel like a PhD is like so freaking long. It's like another, f- it it's really another long. four years. And I, don't, I don't, and I don't know if I would ever want to stay in school for that long. I think this, I think this master's program yeah, is probably. it's daunting. I think this master's program is probably the end of it for my educational career. Because <laughs> I want to be out there working. Cause I, I think that's what I lack. It's just. Um, like experience in my field yeah so. but yeah if you want to go for a PhD dude, go for it I'm thinking about it I don't know if I'd want to do a master's and PhD or like start my master's and then go into the stream of PhD yeah I mean depending on what your pro- on which program you decide to go into and I think there are there are ways to fast track your master's to go for PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there is for my program. Like there, like I've met uh, PhD students who said that they did a fast track, so they don't actually have their masters yeah. and they just went into the PhD program. Because they're because pro- the the program itself, um, like the masters level and the PhD level, they're they're so similar. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think I can do it though just because the people who I've n- or like who I've heard of that did that are like crazy smart like and they they were um really educated on their field I know that sounds like kind of stupid for me to say but like they they just knew everything about that subject so they're just a little and bit more they were prepared able to, go to the stream is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're more yeah. prepared for it. And I just don't think I would be. Like, 
even being out of it for just a little bit, I'm like losing everything. That's, I know that's how it. I feel now for my master's program. Like I feel like I'm not like I don't have enough research skills to be in this program. And I think that's one of the issues that I have for um, for undergrad programs, any undergrad programs, I think, in science, um, don't really prepare you for research that well. Or, like, like I, I haven't had a class that taught me how to write a proper, like, research proposal or learn how to, you know, write up a protocol for something to gain, like, ethics approval or stuff like that. Like, none of my courses had that. I don't know about your experience, um... Mm-hmm. at your university but for mine like it just it was just you just go there you it was just it was content heavy um but i don't think it prepared a student well for like if they choose to pursue a master's program you went to a, like a much larger university than i did yeah um where my university actually did prepare us for that kind of stuff like depending on your street yeah yeah. Um, I can only talk about my own stream because, like, I don't know what else happens in other programs. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my stream, I think it prepared us pretty well. And, like, um, for our degree, we have a final project. Mm-hmm. And that final project um, is, like, giving you experience. Right. For for the future. So you could put it on your resume and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I think the limitations of a bigger school is that they just don't have time yeah but also i think the issue is that it could also just be the program itself just not being organized um because i know my program was they were in the middle of revamping um when Mm -hmm. when i was when i was taking uh, my undergrad and yeah like i had like two classes for research methods um one was more like more one was more like learning like the terminologies and everything and then the other class was more like analysis but i don't think like even with those two courses like they were they were not enough in terms of preparing their students for like conducting research projects like it was like barely that's actually it was like barely like scratching the surface but yeah so i think it's so like yeah my program yeah go ahead (laughs) Sorry, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> um, I think my program prepared us so well. Like, um, we had to work with, um, for my program, because I'm environmental science, we had to deal with invasive species. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at um, how to make a management proposal for an invasive species in an area. And we actually had to meet people who have to deal with this on a regular basis and they have their they take our research proposal and then actually use it that's really good like that's what you actually need when you go and conduct like your research and stuff um yeah it wasn't the same for me like i don't know if it's my program or um i know some some university expect their student to um gain experience like elsewhere where you're supposed to go out and try mm-hmm. to volunteer and everything but I don't I don't know if I personally agree that it's the student's responsibility to try to find those like 
opportunities themselves. Um, to a certain degree, yes, you should be applying for jobs within your field while you're at school to gain experience and everything. But, um, I mean, with the amount of course load that you have to keep up with, I don't know if, like, I didn't have enough time. Like, I, I worked a part-time job doing undergrad, try to keep up with school and everything. Like, I don't have enough time to go out and volunteer. I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe I just have really bad time management, but I, I don't know. I trying to like get good grades and everything and it's hard to compete for yeah. like <laughs> even volunteering is you have to compete for that too depending on where you are like if you want to like volunteer at the research hospital and everything like that takes time oh yeah there's a yeah. lot of people that are in line for that yeah so. i feel like we're just like hitting like a one hour mark now um is anything else you need you want to add yeah <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cut out so yeah, much. Yeah, I this. feel like we went off on a tangent. <laughs> so like... All right, guys. Uh, I think that is all for today's episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut it here. We will cut it here. Um, stay safe. Please wear a mask. Wash your hands. Um. Yes, wash your hands. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, there's a, just another story I have about washing your hands. <laughs> it's like old man. But okay, the one I mentioned earlier about talking with his mask off and was just like, um, no, it's okay, I just left my mask. That same guy, he was saying how whenever he goes to the men's washroom, there's always men who don't wash their hands and he thinks it's absolutely disgusting and hoping that like all of this health stuff would make would yeah. force people to do it more often i'm just like i have other things to do <laughs> i can't talk to you about this <laughs> you're like no <laughs> like you're like you're done <laughs> yeah we're yes done. so guys <laughs> like, uh okay, wash I'm your done. hands for 20 seconds at least um thank you so much for listening to the podcast we hope to see you next time bye